Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now get ready for another episode of Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. I'm Sandra Champlain. For over 25 years, I've been on a journey to prove the existence of life after death. On each episode, we'll discuss the reasons we now know that our loved ones have survived physical death. And so will we. Welcome to Shades of the Afterlife. If you've been a listener to Shades of the Afterlife for a while, you know I talk about things like you don't have to see it to believe it. There's a lot of things happening in the invisible world around us that we can't see, but they're very real. Your computer or your phone may not be plugged into the internet, and yet it can receive information. There's television signals, there's radio waves, there's the GPS signals. There's so much in this space. Even things like sound, can't see it, but it's real. Wind, can't see it, but it's real. Well, that's the place our loved ones live. I think our world is a world within their world. Heaven or the afterlife isn't someplace far out there. It's right here, just vibrating at a different pace. Energy cannot be destroyed. So we know that, right? When a log burns, it turns into heat. When a puddle evaporates, it turns into steam or cloud. 
And when we die, our bodies are gone, but our energy survives. Two or a lot more kinds of energy can live at the same place at the exact same time. So yes, I believe in the space around you right now, there's a lot you can't see. I believe that our loved ones are very busy living their lives, but can easily just take a look to see what we are doing. They may not be able to communicate with that same ease, but it doesn't mean they're not there. It's often a question, if our loved ones are there, who else is there? I think we have spirit guides, people like angels. Why not? And what about the Almighty? Shall I use the word God? I think we can all be in agreement that there is some energy, some life force, something divine that is connecting all of us and giving energy to everything. Many people use the word light to describe this. Some people use nature or the universe. In my book, We Don't Die, I have a chapter on religion. Most of the major world religions believe in the afterlife. Even a lot of atheists, although they may not believe in God, they believe in something. One of my favorite expressions relates God to a light bulb or light. When you think of all the world religions out there, if we could say they are like all the lamps out there, there may be plenty of religions, but there's only one light. There may be plenty of lamps, and again, one light. So on our show today, you're going to hear from a pastor who talks about God. Feel free to put in whatever word you choose that you're comfortable with. I certainly don't want to try to push religion on you, nor would I ever do that. But I think it's important to hear just how close this love or this light is. Let me tell you about our guest. His name is John Burke, and he has spent the last three decades studying commonalities of more than a thousand near-death experiences. He was recently featured in the film After Death. He's a New York Times bestselling author of a book called Imagine Heaven, and he and his wife Kathy founded Gateway Church in Austin, Texas. His latest book, Imagine the God of Heaven recounts nearly 70 new near-death experience stories. I think you'll be very interested and inspired how he, as a skeptic, found a relationship with this light or God and how he tells stories of near-death experiences, no matter what the religion or area of the world, how this love is the same. So. Here is Pastor John Burke. Yes, I came in kicking and screaming. I was an agnostic. I've always been a skeptical-minded, analytical person. I studied engineering. I worked as an engineer. I want to know why. How do you know? And so I was an agnostic when my dad was dying of cancer. And someone gave him Moody's book. So the very first book researching and coining the term near-death experience. And I saw it on his this bedside table. And I just was like curious. So I pick it up and I start reading a little and then I read more. <laughs> I read the whole book that night. And I said to myself, oh my gosh, could this be actual 
medical scientific evidence that this stuff is real, this afterlife, this God stuff. So I didn't become convinced by that, but it opened my mind and it opened me to start to seek and explore more. And as you mentioned, I since went from a career in engineering to becoming a pastor. My wife and I started a church for skeptics. So our whole slogan is no perfect people allowed and come as you are, doubters welcome. I found out there are a lot like me. (laughs) My whole problem and the reason I pushed church away and God and all that is because I had a lot of questions and no one would wrestle with me with them. Help me make sense of this. So anyway, that's what we started. But yes, over the last 35 years, I've studied well over a thousand near-death experiences, personally interviewed many of them, become very good friends with many of them. And in 2015, wrote Imagine Heaven. What I'm really trying to show is the commonalities of what people say all over the globe and how it intersects with the scriptures. And so I'm trying to help bring those two together and help people see how they really are pointing to the same reality and the same things. Did you have a tipping point, John, that you got that there is God? Yeah. Interestingly, it wasn't just near-death experiences that convinced me. And in this new book, Imagine the God of Heaven, I weave in some of my discoveries along the way. Like one of the things I like to say in, in this new book, I was blown away because I interviewed 70 people all over the globe, every continent. And it doesn't matter what their expectation was. And they were very different, very different religious backgrounds, but they were encountering and describing the same God of light, who is love and life, very personal in his presence. They never wanted to leave. He knows them intimately. Nobody else does. What people all around the globe are reporting And I think they're really testimonies of the reality that God has always been the God of all nations. And he created every human for first a love relationship with himself. And then for him to be able to lead us to love one another as he loves us. Of course, Jesus comes and he says the same thing. And he says, I want this proclaimed to all nations that there's forgiveness. No matter what you've done, God still loves you. You're like his child. He forgives. He says every tribe, every language, they're in heaven with God. And so there's this great family reunion as we are um, brought together with what I believe is the love we've always wanted. One one of the things, Sandra, that I did, I've taken eight years to write the second book because I actually quit writing. (laughs) It's a lot to try to lead a, a church. And I'd written four books. And I felt I'm supposed to care for people and be a pastor. That's one of the things you learn from near-death experiences, right? Is like, God cares about how we just treat people in a simple way. There are always skeptics. CNN just a few months ago put out this article, near-death experiences are just in the brain study show. If you read the article, they're quoting Sam Parnia who doesn't believe that at all. And by the end of the article, you find out what they really said. And that was just a headline to get your attention because they didn't say that at all. That's why in chapter two of Imagine the God of Heaven, I write about skeptics, science, and NDEs. I point out the 10 points of evidence that convince me and many skeptical doctors, but 
what convinced me, first of all, is verifiable observations while out of the body. Dr. Janice Holden did a study of 93 patients of cardiac arrest who had a near-death experience and compared it to cardiac arrest patients who did not claim to have a near-death experience. And each one might make five or 10 observations of the resuscitation going on while they have no EEG, no brainwaves. For a materialist, you got to explain this. If they have no brainwaves, where are these memories being stored and how could they see and report these things while they're unconscious, right? But what Dr. Holden found is 92% of all their observations were completely accurate. Another 6% were mostly accurate. Only 2% were inaccurate. Turns out that was one person in the study. And then compared to the control group, which was just, it, it was guessing. That was incredibly powerful. That is what really got my attention when I was still a skeptical engineer. But then the other ones are, if you think about it, how do blind people see in their near-death experience and report seeing the same things? And, and some of the things they report seeing, I point out that this is not what they would have heard on earth. So for instance, Debbie is this one person who was born blind and she leaves her body. She sees her mother come in because she had fallen. And she later reports how her mother had on her bathrobe and her mom said, yeah. And she said, I couldn't tell it was dark. She didn't know the color. She said, yeah, it was a black bathrobe. That's what I was wearing. Then Debbie travels through this tunnel to this beautiful place. And there she meets her grandmother, who she had never met because her grandmother passed away when she was still an infant. And when she comes back, she describes what her grandmother looked like. Her mother says that's exactly what she looked like. But when she was 30 and Debbie experiences this God of light, who is love, who just never wants to leave his presence, but he sends her back. But she also, as other blind people like Brad, this eight-year-old kid, and Vicky, this other blind person that I've interviewed, they say that the light of heaven comes out of everything, out of the grass, out of the birds, out of the trees, and even out of the people. It's time for our first break. We'll be back with John Burke, hearing more about the light and the love and hearing some near-death experiences. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Keep it here on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Sandra Champlain will be right back. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. 
and BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com shades today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot shades. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Internet is an extraordinary resource that links our children to a world of information, experiences, and ideas. It also can expose them to risk. Teach your children the basic safety rules of the virtual world. Our children are everything. Do everything for them. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hi, it's Dr. Sky. Keep it right here on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and this is New York Times bestselling author, John Burke, talking about the light that people see in near-death experiences, even blind people. The light of heaven comes out of everything, out of the grass, out of the birds, out of the trees, and even out of the people. But it's not light, they say, like the light of the sun. They'll use words like palpable, or it is light, but it's also love, and it's life, and it's filling everything. Now, if you think about that, why would a blind person say that? 
because they would have heard on earth. And when they come back, they're still blind. Right. And, and on earth, they would have heard light shines on everything, not out of everything. And yet they consistently say what sighted people having near death experiences say. Now, interestingly, what I'm pointing out is that in the Jewish prophet Isaiah, writing in 780 BCE, says there is no sun or moon in heaven for the glory of God is its light. Same thing in Revelation 21. John says there's no sun or moon because the glory of God and the Lamb, Jesus, is its light. And then he says, and the nations will walk in that light. And that's what indie ears are describing, this light that is coming out of everything, but it's not just light, it's life and, and it's love. I tie all those things together and you just, it's mind blowing to me. It's like, how do you not get it? So you have verifiable evidence. You have blind people seeing the same things that they wouldn't have heard on earth. Um, you also have people all over the globe, 48% of near-death experiencers encounter God and they encounter the same God. And it doesn't matter what religious background, they describe this God of light brighter than the sun like a thousand times and a love that they say our word love just doesn't do it justice. One guy, he's a, a neurologist and a psychiatrist. He actually got stabbed 13 times by a patient who was psychotic. And right before the 14th stab to the heart, and he showed me the wound through his neck that went right through and somehow missed his carotid artery. And it's miraculous that he survived. But he said time stopped. And literally this guy froze with the knife and down this white corridor comes this light that instantly, he said, this light, imagine standing five feet from the source of a nuclear explosion. He said, that's what it was like. And it was like roiling with power and energy. He said, but what was roiling even more was the love. And as soon as he said that, and this happens so much when I'm interviewing these guys, they're these doctors and medical professionals, and they just choke up. They're like, I'm sorry, but as soon as I say it, I go there and it's just, it overwhelms my emotions. And he said, if you think about human love, imagine you're standing in the ocean, the gentle waves are lapping up against your knees. And that's like human love. And he said, and then imagine a tsunami of love coming at you. He said, that's God's love. He said, this tsunami of love washes away all fear, washes away all worry, all concerns, and heals anything you would need healing. What I'm trying to show is that how we imagine God, I believe, is the most important thing we think about. And the truth is, all of us, me included, we have God in a box, right? Because we're finite. So we have to, and we have these walls that we keep God in. And many times what I've found is the shape of our box oftentimes looks like a parent or an authority figure or a church figure. And sometimes that did not accurately represent the being of God. And so I'm trying to help us expand our box. On the one side, maybe you don't realize how beautiful and mysterious and glorious and powerful and sovereign, all those big theological terms, right? Yes, God is all that and more than we can imagine so that we realize, okay, I can trust him. Because on the other side, 
of the box, many times we don't realize how actually personable and enjoyable and even fun and funny God is. Some people see him as this moral cop up in the sky looking down and going, stop that. Is anybody having fun yet? Well, cut it out. What I try to point out is that God is joy. Now, interestingly, when I did my research, not only interviewing 70 indie ears from all over the world, but I went back, I went to seminary. So I went back and went through all my theology books of the way theologians describe God. Something that struck me is not one of those books describe God with the characteristics of joy or fun or in enjoyment. And yet, in the Old Testament, God actually had the people of Israel, they had five festivals every year where he said to them, I want you to all come together, stop work, come together for a week and celebrate before me, with me, enjoy. Like, why? Because he enjoys us enjoying the good gifts he's given us. When we think about our ability to enjoy life or to even have adventure or feel pleasure or any of those things. Do we think we came up with that? No. Whoever created us came up with our ability to enjoy. Now, can we abuse good gifts? Yeah. Life is full of examples. I I love this story. She's now a good friend of mine. I was on the news. This is five years ago. And she emails me afterwards and she said, "I, I saw you on the news. I don't know who you are. I've never read your book. She said, I was raised Jewish, but by atheist parents. And she said, when I was 16, my horse landed on me and crushed me. I was 30 feet up in the air looking down and Jesus was with me. I've never told anyone that. Thanks. That's all she said. (laughs) So I'm like, oh my gosh. And I emailed her back and we started a conversation. And so it turns out she grew up in a pretty abusive home. And her dad had a mantra that he told his girls every night, there is no God. Your life is worthless. Jesus Christ is the biggest hoax ever perpetrated on mankind. And he had a few other things he said. And he was abusive. And Heidi, though, believed in God. She always did. And she prayed to God every night, talking to a a dad who cared. And she always felt like she was being comforted and cared for and rocked to sleep at night. That's what she told me she felt. Now, when she was 16 and her horse fell on her, she said she was up there and she knew she was dead. She felt great. And she said, my only concern is that I hated it, that my sisters had to see me die that way. And then she sees a light over her shoulder and she said it was a cloudy day and the sun wouldn't come in this direction. So she was curious and she turns and there floating with her 30 feet in the air, she said, is Jesus just emanating this brilliant light. And she said, it wasn't like I said, what's a good Jewish girl like me doing with Jesus? I'm not supposed to be with Jesus. She said, no, I knew him. She said, I knew this man who is God, who I'd always prayed to and always known. She just intuitively knew it. And then he gives her a life review. And in her life review, first of all, (laughs) back to the joy and enjoyment part, They're watching her life review, and one of the things they watch, and remember, she's a 16-year-old girl, right? And she loves speed. So she loves riding horseback fast. 
And Jesus is just thrilled to be with her and smiling at her. And then they're watching a life review and they see one scene when she's an infant, a friend came in and put another infant in her crib and the infant takes her rattle and whacks her on the nose. And she and Jesus just burst out laughing. She said, I wasn't really hurt. I was just indignant. And you could, they could feel it because you can in, in life review. So they're laughing together. And then in the life review, he shows her herself praying as a child every night. And she said, I saw he was sitting by my bed, comforting me and then putting me to sleep. And she said, I saw this. Then Jesus gets this big grin on his face, takes her hand. And now this is the part that it, at first, when I first heard it, I wanted it to be true, but I was like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> Jesus takes her hand and they take off flying. And she said at first through our atmosphere, she saw trees and buildings and things going by, but then into like outer space, like passing at the speed of light. And she said, but we weren't just flying. It was like we were surfing a wave of light that was under our feet that I could feel. And she said, at one point, we're both just grinning and laughing and joking the whole time. And she reached down and she could feel the wave of light with her hand and she could feel it on her feet. And then Jesus takes her then past this. She said it was like a barrier to where suddenly everything was light. And it was all like this sense of one and what the one was God. She just knew it. And then she finds herself, she said, on God's lap and this embrace. And God was different than Jesus, but the same as Jesus. And she said, I, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how to explain how God can be light and God can be love and God can be a man. I don't understand it, but that's what I experienced. Of course, Jesus says, I got to take you back. And she's like, uh, I'm not going back. And she argued with him. And I love this too, that people consistently in God's presence, they're so themselves. If they don't want something, they tell him. And he's patient and he's kind, but he's like, no, you need to go back. And in some cases he says, do you want to go on? There's a choice. But the reason I was hesitant at first is I was like, Wow, that's out there. Like Jesus laughing and playing and having fun with the 16-year-old. And then I interview a 14-year-old girl. Same thing. Like when he's bringing her back, they're flying and doing things that just would be so thrilling to a young teenager. I'm going to stop John for just a second because his next story is a little bit longer and we need to go to the break. But just imagine where you are right now that glow of light, whatever you should call it, God, the universe, the divine, a being so powerful and so loving. In fact, love is always with you. We'll be right back. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Hey folks, we need your music. Hey, it's producer Tom at Coast to Coast AM and every first Sunday of the month, we play music from emerging artists just like you. If you're a musician or a singer and have recorded music you'd like to submit, it's very easy. Just go to coasttocoastam.com, click the Emerging Artist banner in the carousel, follow the instructions, and we just might play your music on the air. Go now to coasttocoastam.com to send us your recording. That's coasttocoastam.com. 
This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Art Bell Vault never disappoints. Classic audio at your fingertips. Go now to CoastToCoastAM.com for full details. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This is afterlife expert Daniel Brinkley, and you're listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain. Before the break, John was just telling us about some teenage kids who met up with God and Jesus and did some fun things in their near-death experience before coming back. So here's his next story. And then I had a couple who were doctors, who were agnostics, skeptics, who came to our church when I did a message on this. They came up afterwards and they said, we started coming to your church and came to faith because When our second born was in an infant, he was in and out of ICU and his heart crashed multiple times. And then when he was four years old, we would tuck him into bed at night and he kept saying, 
I want to go run and play with Jesus in the fields again. And Christy said to me, we didn't believe in Jesus. We never watched TV. We'd never been to church. And I kept asking him, who told you about Jesus? And he kept saying, when he came and got me in the hospital, we went and ran and played in the fields. I want to go back. And that kind of opened their minds and hearts like, okay, what's going on here? So what I'm trying to show in the last section of the book is all about walking with the God of joy. The last thing Jesus said when he was on earth is he said, stay connected to me, just like a branch stays connected to a vine. And you don't have to try real hard to grow fruit. Fruit grows naturally. And he said, so just stay connected to me and good things will naturally grow in your life. But disconnected, you can do nothing. And then he said this, he said, I've told you these things so that my joy will be in you and your joy will overflow. And most people don't think that's God's heart for you. I have two little granddaughters. I love enjoying life with them. I can't wait. I'm going to give my little almost four-year-old her first bike with training wheels. And I'm so excited because I get to enjoy her learning to ride a bike. I'm not a better granddad relater than God is to us. He's better. I interviewed this aerospace engineer who turned lawyer, who's now a lawyer in Australia, and another professor in Australia. And this one lawyer guy said, he's coming into this brilliant light. And he sees in the light, like arms stretched out. Like he's going to just embrace him and hug him. And as he's getting closer and closer, he finds himself filled up with what he called was love and a joy that produces ecstasy. And I thought to myself, if this keeps going, I'm going to explode. And then it starts to subside. And he realizes this being, this God heard my thoughts, which of course we know is common. And then he says, No, don't stop. I want more. And he hears God chuckle. And then it starts to increase, increase. So what I'm trying to show is that the God who created us, the love we have for a child or for a grandchild, all the feeling um, known by a best friend and wanting to just go through life with a best friend, Even the love and ecstasy we would feel with a spouse that we are just like one with, they're all just little tastes on the tip of our tongue of a greater relationship that then will bring all of our relationships together as they were meant to be. It is so refreshing to hear you talk, John. I get going, I get wound up because it's so exciting. I interview Santosh who grew up in India, Dr. Rajiv Parthi, chief anesthesiologist at the Bakerfield Hospital, this imam in Rwanda, a woman in Tehran. And I'm showing how, what they say and what they experience. And he doesn't tell them exactly who he is because he said, if you seek me with all your heart, you'll find me. And that's exactly what these people do when they come back. And they do. And so I'm going through this love story and the compassion and the mercy of God and making sense of why, if God is love, would he allow all these horrific things? And I interview some people who went through horrific things. 
and how when they had this NDE in the middle of these horrific things made sense and how it can help us. But the last part of the book is all about how do we walk daily with this God of joy. One CEO I interviewed, he was an, a medical executive with Johnson & Johnson and then a CEO of biotech firms. And a lot of the people I interview, like they have a lot to lose making up wacky stories, right? <laughs> what do they have to gain making this stuff up? This Hindu engineer, he describes seeing the Revelation 21 city of God exactly and comes back. but. The CEO, Randy, he said he's there in the presence of Jesus and just overwhelmed. He said, I, I, I knew human love and I, I have a wonderful family and a wonderful spouse. But he said, when I looked in the eyes of love, the, this is the person of love. And he said, I just never wanted to leave. And Jesus gives him a, a different kind of life review. They're all unique in, in certain ways. He showed him vignettes and, and some of the vignettes like Randy grew up with severe asthma. So he's in and out of the hospital a lot as a kid. And he was bullied because he was overweight and he lost his one friend, his little dog, his little fox terrier was his only friend. And he's seen all this and he was confused. And he, he asked the Lord, he said, God, why are you showing me these things? And then he realized. Oh. You were with me even in that. You were there. And he looks and Jesus has a tear. He says, I was always with you. I've always been with you, just waiting for you to turn to me. It's interesting because sometimes Christians say this can't be right because it says in Revelation, there are no more tears. It says, no, it doesn't say that. It says he will wipe away every tear. We're still fully ourselves, right? And then he shows Randy this other. Time because Randy became an atheist and he went to Northwestern. He tried to disprove all religions. That was like his project. He tried to do this. And he sees himself working as an orderly in a hospital. And he walks in to bring a meal to this seven year old cancer patient who's dying. And this little seven year old boy says to him, I'm dying. And he said, I'm so sorry. And he said, It's okay. I'm going to go to heaven. And then he asked Randy, he said, do you know Jesus? And Randy said, no, I don't really believe in that. But if there is a heaven, I'm sure you'll go there. And then the little boy said, I'm going to pray for you. And you're going to be there too. And Randy is here standing with Jesus, reliving this little boy, praying for him. And he said, Jesus was showing me, he honored the prayers of that little boy for me. And I'm here watching this again. And what he said to him is, I was always there with you, wanting to help you through life and just wanting you to turn to me. And then Jesus says, look, and he turns and he looks and across this meadow of heaven, again, with beautiful flowers and grass comes running this little dog, Randy's dog that had died when he was in college, jumps up on him and starts licking his face like a lollipop, just like he did when he was little. And Jesus says to him, see, beloved, I give you the, the desire of your heart. That's a psalm. In Psalm 37, 4, God says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desire of your heart. And I like to point out that following God in this life, sometimes we think, oh, I'm going to miss out. You're not going to miss out on anything. 
Because this life is not the end. It's not it. So many people in heaven talk about they love to create art, but they weren't a very good artist on earth. But in heaven, they are. They're able to do all these things they dreamt of. And so then he says, I'm sending you back, Randy. I'm sending you back. And Randy starts arguing with him. I'm not going back. No way. It's hard down there. And Randy finally said, okay, if you're sending me back, then you still have a purpose on earth. And he said, okay, if I have to go back, then tell me my purpose. What am I supposed to do? And he said, I'm a type A CEO. I want a five-year plan, 10-year plan. And Jesus says to him, no, I won't tell you your purpose. Because if I tell you your purpose, you'll try to get out ahead of me. I want you to just stay with me and daily we'll do it together. I tell more of his story, but I also talk about the way we stay connected is we just talk to him and to realize he's always with us and he wants to help us through life. Just like in the ears, the communication of heaven is thought to thought, right? And in the way we experience that today is just this prompting in our minds. But sometimes we don't realize that not every thought we have is our own. And sometimes those thoughts, they're trying to get us to get deceived into doing things that are going to hurt us or hurt others. And they're temptation. We don't realize that. And so we have to learn to take those thoughts and don't just go with it necessarily. We've had a recovery ministry, and that's what addicts have to realize is. That first thought often is just like, hey, like this one cocaine addict who he told me he kept having this thought and he had been clean for five years and he kept having this thought, hey, go buy gas there. That's the cheapest gas. You need to be a good steward of your money. But he knew that from that gas station, he could see his old dealer's house. But he gave into that thought and he kept going and getting gas until one day in a weak spot, he ends up over there about to buy Coke. When he comes to his census, he has another prompt. You don't have to do this. Just a thought. You don't have to do this. And he's like, you're right. And he turns and he stays sober. So realizing that God speaks to us in our thoughts. And as we just talk over everything throughout the day every decision, Lord, what should I do with this? You don't always get this instant, oh, okay, now I know. Because the other thing we have to realize is he doesn't want us to be robots. He he created us free-willed people, and that's because free will is a requisite of being able to love. After the break, we'll hear some more about love from Pastor John Burke. And also, how do we put this practice in place? knowing that there's this great love that travels with us, wanting to help us. We'll be right back. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Stay there. Sandra will be right back. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hey, it's the Wizard of Weird, Joshua P. Warren. Don't forget to check out my show, Strange Things, each week as I bring you the world of the truly amazing and bizarre right here on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hi, this is ufologist Kevin Randall, and you're listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. To Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we're here with New York Times bestselling author John Burke. If you would like the first three chapters of John's new book for free as a download, just go to imaginethegodofheaven.com. Let's get back to John talking about our individuality and love. He doesn't want us to be robots. He created us free will people, and that's because free will is a requisite of being able to love. And God wants love. And so it's as we are willing that we love God back. The more willing we are to follow, the more we're loving God, because that's all we have to give, right? You don't have, you don't have anything to give the giver of life. 
except what he's given us, the ability to either say, screw you, God, I don't need you. I've got my life figured out. And people do. Or, okay, I trust you. And I want to know, what do you want? I love what God told Santosh, who again, he grew up in India, Hindu. When he came back, he said, I saw this almighty God after he sees this city of God with these 12 gates, he said, I see almighty God. And he said he was going to send him back. He said, when I come back, I want to go into the city. How do I? And what he was thinking is, which temple or mosque or church do I go to? And he said, I want honesty. Not one day a week. 365 days a year. How honest, how truthful will you be with me? He said, I want relationship. Yield to me daily and walk with me. That's what he said. Now, Santosh didn't know what any of that meant. And he came back and he was like, okay, who was this God? Because he had mercy and compassion and such love for me. And he just kept seeking and he did discover who it is. And so I think it's real simple. And and sometimes growing up in, in church, I grew up in a pretty traditional church and just rebelled and went away from it because it's not that what's being taught necessarily is wrong. It's sometimes you don't see the life of God being lived out with people. Some people really are just doing religious ritual, and that's not what God's interested in. He's interested in relationship, and it's simple. We don't have to go clean up our act. We don't have to prove we're good enough. We don't have to jump through a bunch of religious hoops to get God to love us. He already loves you more than you could imagine. And now he wants you to just walk with him simply by realizing every day you can talk to him about anything. And as you learn to pay attention to the promptings of those things that intuitively, okay, he wants me to care about this person. He wants me to do something for this person. And you do it and you're able to start to look back and go, wow, okay, he's really leading me. He's really guiding me. So many special words and I can feel your passion. <laughs> and, and I'm going to share this interview as far as I can, but the, the ripple effect of number one, knowing that you're loved just the way you are. And number two, being love and sharing love and I'm really grateful. The older I've gotten, I realized I don't need to be fast paced anymore. It's not about making money. It's not about doing these big grandiose things. It's the simple things in life, loving and appreciating nature. We don't think God has a sense of humor. Just look at nature because there's some I know. funny critters out there. Who would create the platypus, right? <laughs> exactly. exactly. And there's just so much joy. And we all know what that joy feels like. But to remember this in a daily way, how can we put this in daily practice? Is it putting post-it notes up like any other affirmation? What do you think? Yeah. The thing is, we're always learning. Like I haven't arrived. After years of being a pastor, I was getting worried and stressed out, living high rev. And I read where Jesus says in Matthew chapter six, do not worry about your life. Don't worry about what you're going to eat or what you're going to drink or what you wear or all these other things. You can't add a single day to your life and just seek God and his kingdom and all these things will be added to you. And I felt this prompting thought 
it took me aback because what I realized is we categorize some things as important and some things as not important. And what I realized is he was saying to me, I really don't want you living this stressed out life. Another passage he gave me that I started to just meditate on, writing notes and things like that, Matthew eleven twenty eight, where Jesus said, come to me, all you who are weary and carry heavy burdens. Now think about it, because most of us, I would say, think God is the one putting those burdens on. And yet he said, come to me and I'll give rest to your soul because my burden is light and I am gentle and humble of heart. Come learn from me. Isn't that amazing? And, and by the way, that's exactly what that doctor, that psychiatrist, neurologist said. He sees this atomic explosion of light and love, but he said he also got these nine qualities. And I won't go through all of them. I do in the book. But the last one he talked about was humility. He said, if I had these qualities, I would be the proudest SOB ever. And he has them, but he's so humble so gentle. I think remembering those things about the character of God will help us love and trust God more, to let him into more and more of the moments of life. What God showed me is that I have a habit of waking up and ignoring God most of the day. Like I wake up and I'm like, what do I want to do? What do I have to accomplish? And boom, and I'm off going, right? You can do that if you want. But I have something better. And so when I learned to slow down, we actually came up with this experiment we call the 60-60 experiment to just set your alarm to go off every 60 minutes for 60 days and put little post-it notes, stay connected. Just simple words, stay connected. So it's going through your day realizing I'm loved. God doesn't want me to stress out. He wants to help me. And so you start to just ask him. What's the next right thing for me to do? And then you do it. You can talk to him about, I've got this project and all these things are going, going crazy and I'm going to lose my job and all these things. But you can just say, okay, I'm going to trust you. What's the next thing I can do? Because all the other things you can't do. That's off in the future. You don't control the future. And it's so simple, but it's so hard to remember, right? But yes. I do advise that just simple practice of putting little reminders for 60 days. And in those 60 days, just go all out trying to stay present and doing what you think he wants you to do. And you'll be amazed. You'll be amazed how, oh my gosh, like you're real and you really care about me. That is so special. John, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) for being here with us. This has just been great. And I know it's touched my heart and my soul. Tell us how we can get a copy of the book, what the website is, perhaps if we're interested in following Gateway Church. How do we know? So Imagine the God of Heaven is the book. And you can just go to the book title, imaginethegodofheaven.com, johnburkonline.com, either one. And gatewaychurch.com is our church. There is another Gateway Church in Texas. It's not us. So don't get confused. Sometimes people do. Gateway Austin. 
And yeah, and if you go on there, I actually did a whole series and you can see a lot of the interviews. I think it was called Imagine Heaven or Imagine the God of Heaven. It's out on gatewaychurch.com website. And so you can see a lot of these interviews that I've done and how it all weaves together. But you can get the book, Imagine the God of Heaven, anywhere books are sold pretty much. Pretty awesome. John, any final words before we wrap up today? I think just keep in mind, it's more simple than we make it. And God is good and wants good things for you. Thank you, Sandra. And thank you, John. You know, I spoke with a woman a few days ago, and she's made a practice of writing letters to her son, who is in spirit, and allowing her hand to write back what she'd think he would write. And over the course of a year, she is absolutely convinced that he is doing the writing through her, and she feels his presence. I've done plenty of inspired writing where I've gotten into that meditative state and just let the pen flow. And there's some beautiful things that have come out. Am I talking to God? Am I talking to loved ones? Am I talking to my soul? The truth is, there is a whole bunch of love and untapped wisdom within us and around us. There are some benefits of having faith, such as a longer lifespan, being happier, reduced stress, more gratitude, you forgive more, better friendships, and less worry. I don't know about you, but this interview today is just what I needed. So many times we feel alone in life, no matter what you believe or who you believe in. What if we act as if, truly, that our loved ones are around, that we are connected to a divine soul that only wants the best for us, and the divine is with us and supporting us. As John said these words from God, if you seek me with all of your heart, you will find me. I have always been with you, just waiting for you to turn to me, stay connected to me, and good things will grow in your life. And of course, you are already loved more than you can imagine. I hope you enjoyed our episode today. Please remember to come visit me 2 p.m. New York time every Sunday at the free Sunday gathering with medium demonstration included. Lots of great upcoming classes and good things. Just go to wedontdie.com. I'm Sandra Champlain. Thank you so much for listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And if you like this episode of Shades of the Afterlife, wait until you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. 
Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.